Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, it is Monday, August 23rd, 2021. And yes, it is a new week, but hey, we got a lot of good things getting set to here come up, right? We got a new episode of What If set to drop on Wednesday. We're getting that much closer to Shang-Chi. So, hey, it's a new work week. I know, but you know what? Hey, we'll get you through it. That's what I'm here for, right? So a little bit of housekeeping here before we get rolling. Don't forget, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. So yeah, this past weekend was kind of a weird weekend for me. I mean, I was off. We didn't really do a lot. I mean, my my father-in-law is actually coming in later this week. Actually, tonight, I should say. Um, But, uh, you know, so my wife was kind of in cleaning mode. So between cleaning and just hanging out, I mean, we really just kind of hung out at the house and didn't didn't really do much. So I got a chance actually to play a decent little amount of video games and kind of all across the board from loading up Dragon Ball Fighters and Dragon Ball Kakarot to spending a decent amount of time with Diablo 2 Resurrected. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I did finally get the chance to finish up Marvel's Avengers War for Wakanda. And uh, definitely it is the best expansion, if you want to say, or operation that they've put out with the new uh, hero. Um, I know I talked a little bit about, about it more on Friday about just telling you, please finish that. If you go back to it, play it. If you haven't played Marvel's Avengers in a while, it is a lot of fun. But, you know, I will say as much fun as playing Black Panther is, as great as the soundtrack is, as actually decent as the story is. I actually really enjoyed the story. It's kind of this fun story of following T'Challa and, you know, sure, he plays a big role in it. Really, really enjoyed that. It really kind of showed what that game kind of boils down to, and it always kind of boils down to, and, and when I say this, it's the mechanics are all just kind of the same. It's one of two things. It's either, hey, here's these three or four things you need to destroy while fighting enemies, or, hey, here are these three or four things you need to defend while fighting enemies. Like It ultimately just becomes a horde mode over and over and over again and that I think is honestly kind of the thing that hinders this game even for myself like as much as I enjoy playing through the story content I'm kind of just done with it you know I kind of stepped away saying hey I played that expansion got that Black Panther story Black Panther's cool as hell but I don't have the drive to continue playing when I could just go play something else you know Um, and I think that's why a lot of people kind of bounce off of it now with that said Keep it coming is all I'm going to say. Like, I enjoy the things coming. The The final boss fight, I'm not going to spoil that, is pretty neat, is somewhat different than what we've had up to this point. Um, you know, there's actually two people you're fighting at once, I should say. And uh, it, it's pretty neat and kind of, again, it's related to the story. It's kind of what's happening with the story. But um, I'll take as much of that as they want to give me, I will take because it is uh, that is super fun to play through. Um, but as a hobby game, um, you know, Marvel's Avengers, just for me personally, and I know for many out there, just isn't isn't quite that, you know. And I guess the argument could be made, well, when you're playing a game like Destiny or a shooter, you're just doing the same thing over and over. Yes, but you are doing still things a little bit differently other than defend these three points against waves of enemies or destroy these three points against waves of enemies. Like it's still just the same thing, boiling it down. So I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope as this game moves forward, I mean, we're a year into the game's development. Um, you know, I think War for Wakanda honestly was already in development prior to, um, you know, the game launching. I think we had heard that, you know, Black Panther was going to be kind of that first one of the first characters. I know they didn't specifically announce it. 
um, as, as the first, but it was one of those things that was data mined. So um, hopefully now with getting through the pandemic, getting more for Wakanda out, which I think definitely probably came out later than it was originally supposed to because of the pandemic, that any of the new content either moving forward or in the next one or two characters will start getting some more original content coming out. So we'll just have to wait and see. Now, I did mention Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, talked about it a little bit last week, but I only kind of dipped in briefly last week. This week, I actually, because it went open beta, which I would mentioned, hey, if you want to play something this weekend, get in there, check it out. Um, started a new character in The Sorceress. I think last week and I played maybe the Paladin, I think it was. Uh, more of a melee class. This is, of course, as a sorceress, you're uh, a magic user. And man, that just kind of opened the game up a lot more. And I think, you know, Diablo 2 being a slower paced game um, and being more of a, a deliberate positioning in how you fight the enemies in that. It's like I talked about last week, you know, it was night and day playing that in Hades or even hell, even, even Diablo 3 on a console specifically, you can dodge with the right analog stick. Um in this, you know, your, your character, you literally have to kind of spin around and, and aim, and it's much slower, and and um, like I said, it's, your your movement is more deliberate and, and weighted and heavy in Diablo 2 Resurrected. So for me personally, playing as a sorceress was awesome. So I basically, you know, was building her up with fireballs, with fire and electricity, and then I could put on this little, like, frost shield and uh, even was hopping into just kind of some public games, some pickup games. So I was playing with some other people. And before I knew it, like, this time had just kind of melted away. Like, I was just continuing to play it. To the point now where I'm really on the fence. Like, I, I was tempted not to get this game. I was almost, like I talked about last week, you know, Vicarious Visions working on it. Um, I was kind of thinking, like, what games are coming around that? I think it comes out September 22nd. And I think Metroid Dread is the first game, October 8th, that I'm looking to buy this fall is what then two and a half weeks after that so i'm like do i get it and you know one of the cool things about diablo is it's kind of timeless like you know yeah the game comes out september 22nd but three four years from now you'll still be going back and playing that game like it's just that's the way those games work i mean people still to this day play diablo 2 still on the pc you know however many years later 20 years later whatever it's been so it's like do i want to maybe just get in maybe get it and uh you know now they even have i think the the game itself is budgeted at 40 bucks for the game uh for 60 you get the whole suite of diablo 3 as well so it's like and, and i've i had diablo well i have diablo 3 on the pc um i purchased it on the playstation 4 i think when it came out and had actually traded it in it was one that i bought physical copy of and traded back to gamestop and haven't picked it up since and so part of me is like do i just get it digitally and then i have diablo 3 as well kind of indefinitely on my on my console but my problem with diablo 3 on the console was because i played so much on my pc getting into it on the console you know number one you got to play through the story again which isn't terrible i mean the story is cool but i just i want an adventure mode unlocked and i have that on my pc and i have all my merchants you know my my uh artificer and all the people all my the guys that, to do the crafting for me all that leveled up on the pc and then i'd have to start from scratch on the console so that's kind of why i think it when i originally got it on console i was like oh this is cool but none of my friends were playing it and i was like well i could sit here and play this by myself but like the pc version i have is so much better but it's so much fun to play with a controller that's the thing like on the pc it's awesome with mouse and keyboard but it just diablo just feels great with a controller in your hand and um 
So I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence. There's so many things happening. Like actually tomorrow, I mean, we're getting, you know, Gamescom is kicking off and we're getting not only an Xbox showcase, which supposedly set your expectations, you know, not going to be anything brand new and mind blowing, just kind of deeper looks into games. But the new season for Destiny 2 is being revealed officially tomorrow. And um, so, you know, we'll see what that holds. So I'm kind of like, you know, I don't want to buy Diablo 2 start and be like oh i'll play some diablo 3 and then suddenly the new season for destiny comes out and then i'm into that for like a couple weeks you know you gotta kind of gotta hold off you know those first world problems of like what game am i gonna play right it's kind of where uh <laughs> where i'm at right now um but uh yeah so i'm really interested in seeing what, what destiny is gonna have to show off tomorrow um we'll have to have to check that out now some speaking of xbox and some Something, you know, usually the show is all about the happy news and the news to be enthusiastic about. Well, I know there's a lot of people who are not enthusiastic about this news. And that is um, coming out of 343 and some news regarding Halo Infinite. And uh, they did do a nice uh, almost 30 minute long video uh, over on the YouTube channel, kind of like the August August developer update for Halo Infinite. Go watch it if you're, you know, into Halo Infinite and want to, you know, just get all the information you could possibly soak up about the game. Go check it out. But they did reveal that at launch, Halo Infinite will not have co-op campaign or be launching with Forge. They will both be coming later down the line uh, with a co-op campaign coming in the second season. So roughly about three months and Forge coming six months or in the uh, third season later down the line. Now, look, I saw a lot of people going crazy on the Internet over this. Um, For me personally... I saw that and just said, oh, yeah, that stinks for some people. Not for me, because personally, I don't, you know, co-op campaign in Halo Infinite, or, or not Halo Infinite, just in Halo in general, I don't ever really dip into that much. The only one I ever really played a good amount of was uh, actually Halo 3, not even Halo Reach. Halo Reach being built around having, you know, four Spartans. Even, I mean, even Halo 5 was kind of built that way. Um, the only game I ever really dipped into was Halo 3, and that was after the fact. I always, when it comes to Halo, for me in my head, Halo is a single-player campaign game. You play as Master Chief, as this, you know, single super soldier, super Spartan, taking on a whole army of the Covenant. And, like, that to me is the fun of that game. Now, after completing that campaign, I generally then jump over to multiplayer, play the heck out of multiplayer and within that is when my buddies may say hey let's go play a mission on campaign in halo 3 that's what it was that's that's pretty much what we did at that point was go and play that you know right now i know for a lot of folks like campaign co-op or just co-op in general has become a big deal especially with a game like destiny being out there i think that's really what a lot of people are looking at right now is like hey they they saw halo infinite was going to kind of be this open world and in everyone's heads they thought of destiny right like oh cool we get to go and kind of do that unfortunately it's just not going to be there and and you know maybe it's 343 kind of they were shooting for the sky and really wanting that to happen and you know what look i don't personally they've already delayed the game a whole year i don't think delaying the game yet again and including the multiplayer suite which are rip roaring and ready to go why delay that for the co-op which and and i don't mean this in a bad way but if the co-op is not the way to play the game and experience the story it i'm not saying that i don't think it is i'm just saying it seems like just like every other halo the story 
of Master Chief is the story. And co-op is just kind of like this added thing you can do. And to me, co-op, again, has always been this, like, let's throw it on Legendary and try to all complete it together. Like, it hasn't been, hey, experience this cool story from start to finish and then, you know, with your buddies. Because in the end, friends are going to be screaming in your ear. They're saying, hey, wait, hold on a minute. My dog has to go out or my kid's screaming, like... I don't know. And and that's just me not experiencing it that way. I know for some people, maybe that is what it is. But I personally, I don't think delaying it when everything else, the campaign and the multiplayer are ready to go minus the co-op. Now, they're they're claiming that it's because of being in open world and being because you can tackle different um, objectives in different orders and, um, you know, uh, just attack things from all different angles. Like that's really what is kind of the, the hindrance here. You know, they kind of looked at it like, okay, well, what game saves carry over? All You know, I think it just seems to be kind of, they didn't really build the UI and all that. Or, you know, I'm sure it's there now, but it just wasn't going to be there in time to not be buggy and all that. And they just feel they're better off to put out the quality parts of this game now, let people experience that. You know, I mean, just imagine if they, number one, pushed this game out last year, it would have been a train wreck. Or pushing it out now and having everything else be great but yet have those people wanting to experience co-op going in there and having it be a buggy mess like they're better off making sure what is coming out is quality and is set and ready to go um and you know i mean we're just waiting we've been waiting for this game so long just put it out man just get the game out there again i understand if you were planning on going into a co-op or you know you're, you're gonna be bummed at that but then just just play the multiplayer wait till the game you know you wait play play the multiplayer for three months i promise you it's fun you know it's great it's awesome you know now forge not coming i think the biggest issue there is just how how big forge is going to be uh they did mention in that video you know some of the experiences that people are going to be going to be able to create are going to be unlike anything we've been able to do before again my thought being i think there's going to be bots available in this folks i really do um so i think that's just you know there's so many things i got to jump through for that and, you know, I get it. A lot of people saying like, hey, in seven years, Bungie made Halo 1, 2, 3 and Reach or, you know, whatever the time frame was. And, and you know, you can say that. But, um, you know, games are made very differently now. And, uh, you know, we we know this game has had a little bit of trouble. Had some starts and goes, people come and go uh, in terms of developers and that. So I'm sure it's had a couple restarts. So we'll just have to uh, wait and see. But, uh, hey, any delay on any part of the game to make it better, make it quality, let it go. 343 and Microsoft cannot, cannot let this game um, be a miss. It needs to nail it. And sure, this is a little bump in the road, but three months from down the line, nobody's going to care because the co-op campaign will be out and everybody's playing it. So I think we'll all be fine. Uh, one thing I didn't get a chance to talk about last week was uh, the trailer for Pokemon Arceus. Is that how we're saying it? Arceus? Arceus? But I'm, I'm going to say Arceus. Um, that dropped on like Thursday, I think. That's why we didn't talk about it. And actually... Um, or Thursday, yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, and actually I'd forgotten to talk about it uh, last week. That is that new open-world Pokemon game uh, coming next year. Uh, is coming, I believe it was in January, I think they said. Um, and uh, if you haven't watched the trailer, go check it out. It really kind of gives you vibes of almost like Breath of the Wild, just in the way the game world looks. Uh, but the interesting thing about this game is it kind of takes place um, years ago, kind of in, a, in one of the uh, classic Pokemon areas uh but um in this era they're the pokeballs are made of wood and puffed steam you know uh kind of you know when the pokemon are caught you actually have to craft the pokeballs and you're the whole idea is you know creating a pokedex in this in this game it's kind of a really neat 
area. I guess it, it looks like it's kind of playing off kind of that wild area that was kind of introduced in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, but it's in what they're calling the bygone era of the Sinnoh region's history when it was known as the Haisu region uh, before the events of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Um, and yes, yeah, the uh, objective of the game would be to create Haisu's first Pokedex. And uh, so there you go. Now, well, the interesting thing as well on this is you can just walk up to Pokemon and just straight up try to try to capture them because they're going to kind of be spread across the world. I don't think there's going to be any Pokemon hiding in the tall grass in this one. Uh, but also, your player character themselves can take damage directly from the Pokemon. So the Pokemon can come straight up at you and just charge you and wreck you. Uh, if you do take damage, you, damage, you will black out and uh, kind of appear back at the base camp. Um, but it uh, looks pretty neat. You know, it's kind of one of those games that I, I look at the trailer and I'm like, man, I think I'd want to play that. But then I think, you know what? I don't know if I'll have the time to play that. Um, but it looks really neat. I'm, I'm sure this will be a game I'll be picking up. I'm sure a lot of people will. Uh, it looks to be a, like a very different Pokemon game, although it does say it will still have many of the features um of the pokemon games but um obviously set kind of in this much more open world um that looks uh, very very cool so go check that trailer out um and then finally today speaking of trailers man all i gotta say is watch your phone watch uh for leaks if you don't want to be spoiled but there was a supposed leaked spider-man no way home trailer uh that was put out on the internet kind of coming from this um somebody's cell phone it almost looks like uh to the point where even the trailer does has like some unfinished cg within there obviously sony hasn't commented yet lots of speculation that this is legit you know sony's kind of taking it down all over the place i think they're kind of gonna have to be forced to put out the no way home trailer very soon but i don't know so if you don't want to be spoiled be careful what you're looking at on the internet i kind of dipped into it a little bit and kind of fast forward, didn't actually sit and watch it start to finish because it's very, very grainy, the footage. And the minute I saw kind of CG Spider-Man and CG things ha happening around him, when I say CG, I mean unfinished CG. I was like, man, I mean, anybody could have made this up. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, you know, just be aware. But hopefully with that dropping, maybe this week we'll be getting the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer just have to wait and see man that just seems to be kind of the thing that people are wanting so so bad well that's gonna do it for me here today guys anything i talked about here on the show you got any thoughts got any any impressions on it let me know or anything you want me to talk about here on the show hit me up hit me on twitter at markturk m-a-r-k-t-u-r-c or of course you can email the show at the enthuslife at gmail.com so until tomorrow everybody have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you next time